How's it going, everyone? It's Rob and Johnny, and welcome back to episode nine of MM Arcade. Rob, how's it been, man? It has been great, mate. I am hustling. I am grinding for July. You are, bro. <laughs> and I'm, I'm, oh, yeah, and I am. Yeah, I'm happy. I'm I'm sitting here and not sweating right now. Like the the camp's been hard. The camp's been hard. Have you noticed anything different in the backdrop? You are slowly adding things, and and I don't even know what I'm looking at. Can you describe, especially for the audio listeners, what is on your wall right now? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's nothing. Okay. I didn't. Obviously, I didn't do anything too crazy, but I did shove a big sticker up there, and that is my new company that I'm bringing out, Alchemist Extracts. Nice. I, um, I did a lot of I did a lot of dabbling with CBD and and hemp extracts a yeah. few years ago, and it led me down a rabbit hole of you know. Uh, hemp extracts, wild mushroom extracts, and it landed me with alchemist extracts. So I'm hoping to to launch that during the prep of of next fight. So cool, stay man. tuned. Oh, that's sick. The sticker's cool for now. <laughs> <laughs> you have to do with the sticker for now. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Well, we've we've got a stacked show for today. I mean, initially, what we are going to be talking about is Dana White just announcing the main card for UFC 290. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Rob, you're going to be fighting at that, so can't wait to talk to you about that. We're going to be recapping UFC 288, which just, just took place on the weekend. We have a UFC fight night this weekend, plus game news and a bunch of other stuff to talk about, so... Rob, you ready to get into it? I am ready, and let's start with the massive drop from Dana White, Dude. UFC 290 announced, mate. Tell me about it. Tell me what you think. Stellar. It looks like a stacked card. I'm actually very excited. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, like I've obviously been paying attention to who's been announced and who's yeah. who said they're fighting on this and who wants in, and from what I can tell is like I can see the main card you put up here, which is. Volk Rodriguez, that's okay. right. Stellar fight. Marino, Pantoja, that's that's Yair. Like, I mean, no, sorry. Marino, Pantoja, Volk, Yair, myself, and Duplis. What is it? Duplis? Duplassis? Duplassis. Drykus, Duplassis. Yeah. Turner, Hooker, and Bo Nickel and Gore. Like, mate, that Looks is a sick, stacked dude. main card. Yeah. That is a stacked main card. And I know for a fact that you have. Madalena on the undercard. You have Jimmy mm. Crute on the undercard. You have mm. like all these other Aussies on the undercard. And the the prelims are stacked as well. Dude, they might as well hold it in Australia. Might as well just move it. <laughs> move it from Las Vegas. <laughs> Mate. Well, and that's the thing because I, I, I've been paying attention. So as as the Australians have started being added to the card and our yep. NZ brothers. Yep. They've, they've like every Aussie and his mate has been putting his hand up saying, put me on the card, put me on the card. <laughs> and, then, and to the point where now we have like a bunch of our, of, of Australian, New Zealand fighters. Like we, we are almost filling out this card in Vegas. It is such a good card. Dude, it's going to be sick. And then obviously Volk versus Rod- Rodriguez, I'm really excited for that. But man, yeah. I'm going to be doing a, a watch along of a, a fight companion, if you will, on this channel. We're going to be doing it. We're going to be streaming it as Rob fights. It's going to be sick, man. I can't wait for that. <laughs> yeah. Make sure all you guys, all you all you lovely MM Arcade fans, tune Dude. in and, and, and watch that. Support the Subscribe boys. with notifications. We will go, or well, I will go live. We're going to be watching Rob for that. That. But Rob, any, any any last thoughts? Because we're going to be doing the predictions, obviously, for that card the week before or the, or the week of. But do you have any final thoughts on the main card for UFC 290? Mate, it's um, yeah, I'm very happy 
how it's how it's come together. That is yep. that's a card worthy of being on International Fight Week because that was always a big thing sure. with me moving, like wanting to fight now, wanting to yep. fight before the September card that that, that comes in Australia was yep. like, may as well be on that that you know that iconic fight. International Fight Week, and for them to yeah. put the card they have in that slot, you know, I'll try to put a show on for you guys. Dude, it's gonna be. Sad. I, I had a question to ask you, by the way. Like all these Aussies mm-hmm. and, and and other fighters that you're interested in, especially the ones that that are taking place before your fight with Duplessis. Like when you're prepping and, and and getting, you know, like ready for your fight, do you dip in and out of those fights? Do you watch them behind the scenes? Like, how does that all go? I'm genuinely curious. So um, in the in the rooms at the back, when you're getting yeah. ready, they've got the mats laid out, and generally, no, almost every time I fought, they, they have TV set up in the back, yep. so you can yep. watch you can watch the fights going on, yeah, um, beforehand. And it, it's a little trippy. It's a little trippy because like you'd yeah. be warming up with a dude, you know, and then they come in, they say five minutes, and then the guy gets ready, <laughs> puts his clothes on, and then he walks out, and then you're you're seeing him on the screen walking out. And then he has his bout, which you just saw him warming up. Yep. He was feeling the same nerves you were, and you see him yeah. in there throwing down, you know, doing his business. And yeah, you see win or loss. How how different it is. Like the guys that win, they come back. They're all happy. The guys that lose, quiet, come back. Yeah, it's it's I don't know. It's a weird sort of feeling because the whole time you're trying to get in that headspace, prepping, gearing yourself for when you take the walk in 15 minutes or so. It's yeah. uh yeah, weird place to be. <laughs> that's, that's cool, man. It's good to hear a little bit behind the scenes. But again, we can't wait to, to watch you fight. Only taking place. It's very soon. It's creeping up on us very, very it fast. I mean, eight weeks. Eight weeks from Sunday. Yeah. Well, I was going to say you're counting down because you're fi- training for it every day. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's a habit I've just created like – Keeping keeping count of my weight and counting down the weeks is just something I've done for most of my life at this point. So I and can calories give you, I can give you yeah, I can give you my weight for just about any day for the last ten years. <laughs> it's weird. That's crazy. <laughs> no, it's gonna be sick, man. But for the for the next topic, obviously like every every week we, we do a recap of the of the last event. And we had UFC 288. There had been a few fight cards before what is now obviously, you know, one of the main events of pay-per-view. Rob, Rob we have a few to talk about. I <laughs> I wasn't initially going to talk about this fight and then you brought it up and I thought, yeah, yeah. it's going to be funny. I want to Cro- bring some some <laughs> eyes and attention to this fight because this, I couldn't believe my, my eyes, okay? Uh, um, I'm, sure, I'm sure some of you are guessing what we're about to talk about, but... Cron Gracie. I, I bet you they're not guessing. I bet you they know right, <laughs> right away. They know what the hell I'm talking about. Cron Gracie and Charles Gracie. Jordan. Oh, Rob, just t- tell it like it is. What the hell? Mate, Cron Gracie was pulling guard, dude. <laughs> like, and uh, I understand, like, you, you, you're from the Gracie legacy, you know. That's sure. your thing. That's what you have undoubted belief in. But, mate, it was like a blast from the past. It was like a 1990s UFC yeah. event. Guys trying to pull guard. Like, if we would have put a gi on him, it would have looked perfect, you know. Um, <laughs> and, dude, Charles Jordan put a beating on him. I've got to give it, like, Kron's got great heart, great yep. chin, yeah. okay, because he was marching forward trying to tie up the entire fight. And Charles Jordan was like, no worries, bro. I'll do this all day. And it was just like. Putting a beating on him, um, walked him. Dude, 
I really don't think you can get away with pulling guard in these fights. And actually, I do. I think there's a place, okay? There's a there's another fighter who very much backs his, his grappling, but mm. I think in a, in a way that leads itself to be a bit more advantageous than what Crom was trying to do. And yeah. that's Ryan Hall. I don't know if you've ever seen Ryan Hall fight. Yep. <clears throat> Same dude, pulls guard, okay? But he's very offensive with his mm. guard. Cron was like tying up and holding him down in his guard, yeah. not doing anything. He wasn't really trying to open up, wasn't trying to threaten any sort of weird submissions. He was just he's pulling guard and holding him, honestly. Like you could have mistook it for him just being tired. Um, yeah. So Ryan what was Hall, the strategy? Another guy. Like that, that's my question. Like what, what was he, what him or his team thinking? Well, I think the strategy was to take Charles down and, mm. you know, jujitsu him, but he couldn't get him down. And I guess no. that's that's the big hole. That's the elephant in the room when, when you know, your whole game relies on jujitsu. Yeah. It's like, what if it doesn't go to the ground? <laughs> that's true. Such a, yeah. such a funny fight, man, honestly. It was. That's why like, I didn't I, really want to talk about yeah. it. No, I wanted to talk about it like because he was literally butt scooting. He was butt scooting what? towards Charles O'Day. Uh, he's like, get uh, the hell up, dude. Like, uh, <laughs> and for good uh, reason. Like, why why make a fight harder than it needs to be? But yeah, yeah. I thought that was a I thought that was an interesting fight to bring up. Okay. It reminded me of those memes of like jujitsu guys when they're like, all right, let's fight. And then they'll just sit down yeah. and look at each other. Come at me, bro. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm, I'm not even putting crap on Kron. Like, no, I'm sure no. he's looking back going, man, why did I do that? You know? <laughs> but yeah, it just is what it is. Don't, I don't think you should pull guard. But you Fair. do you, you know? Fair. Well, next up on the, on the main card, we had uh, Jessica Andrade versus Jan. Man, Jan, that was yeah. a. Awesome, awesome TKO uh, in, in round one, I believe. What what, what do you think was. of this one, Rob? Mate, Jessica Andrade was fighting like Yan Jiao Nan stole something from her. Like <laughs> she spat in her face and Jessica was like just furious, <laughs> just absolute disrespect for Yan's yeah. power and was yeah. charging at her. Yeah. Like she was just running at her, swinging for the fences, chin yeah. in the air. Like- I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if, like, Jessica may have just had a mind blank. It may have just been the nerves and the pressure of the event getting to her. Because mm. you, no matter how many times you fight, no matter how old you get in the craft, you're never immune to that. Okay. You get better at dealing with it, but it's always there, always yeah. there. And maybe they just got to her because, like I said, she was running at Jaunan. Swinging for the fences, chin in the air, and Zhao Nan was just backing up, backing up, backing up, and then put one on her chin, and that's perfectly that's all timed. She wrote. That's yeah. all she wrote. Well, and, it's like it's hard not to time it when yeah. she's been doing it. Like she was only doing that for the entire fight. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah, it's yeah. It's not like she had one moment to capitalize on. No, she had heaps because Jessica was just running at her. And yeah. Janan played it cool. Played it cool. And because she was running so hard, like that in, ad, undoubtedly added to the knockout power. Like if, if she oh, was like standing definitely. still or herself going backwards, probably I, I don't think she actually would have knocked her out. But the fact that she was charging forward, boom, gone. And it was 
lights out. It was it was pretty crazy. De- definitely. Momentum when you're moving into punches just times the, the, the power of the strike by a hell of a lot. A hell of a lot. That's why you see yeah. people getting dropped and rocked with jabs. Like it doesn't yeah. look like anything behind them and they just they crumple people because yeah, and Jessica was almost at a full tilt. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, yeah, I thought for a second it was going to be a KO. No, it really is. Yeah, but it, it was definitely an entertaining <laughs> knockout. But m- moving on, we've got one of the, I think, was this co-main? Was Blah Muhammad and, and Gilbert Burns co-main? I can't remember if it was. Um, it, but still. Yes, it was. Yeah, yes, it still was. Se- this second was, last this fight on the This was the, the fight card. that was slated to save the card. Okay. Yes. I think Oliveira pulled out. Oliveira pulled out. Look. I, I have a lot of respect for Bilal Muhammad and credit to him and especially credit to Gilbert Burns for turning around so quickly to make this fight. Mm. But, Rob, what, what do you think? Because I feel so, I don't know, like part of me feels bad for Gilbert Burns and what happened. Like kudos to him for lasting five freaking rounds with that injury. I, I saw tweets afterwards from him. He got an MRI. Okay. He's going to be out for indefinitely God knows how long, but probably you wasn't see, in the state to fight. It's exactly what you're saying that makes me – like almost chuckle mm. at how unlucky Bilal Muhammad is. <laughs> I know we okay. talked about this last because, week, bro. Because because Bilal Muhammad off Ramadan, off short <laughs> notice, yeah. wanted to catch fight, said no, cut the weight, got in there, put on a great showing, which I'll, I'll and he did some things technically that I want to break down, but yep. put on a great showing, beat Gilbert Burns, who was primed, ready. Fit, strong, put on a great performance against him, and then still everyone is saying, uh, "Gilbert was burnt. Gilbert was hurt." He had one hand. Like, yeah. He had one hand. Poor Gilbert. What? What <laughs> more do you want Bilal to do? Right? And then, and then, Dude, Covington like- came out and said, "Oh, he he doesn't deserve a title shot. He needs to win one more. He deserves it." I'm sorry. The, you, like, yeah. That's what I said. Dude's got to stay the hell away from ladders, man. He keeps walking under him. Like, it's bull crap. I am. I am. Uh, I'm looking funny here because I'm trying to adjust my collar so that <laughs> and I'm looking like I have a weird twitch. Um, no, I thought Bilal fought. Like he really surprised me, man. Really yeah. surprised me because, like I said, just come off Ramadan, just yeah. like short notice. Yeah. He's a thick dude. He's a big guy, and he made the weight, and he looked good. He looked good. Mm. What I want to really emphasize is the way he was stance changing, and we've seen mm. this at the higher levels of competition several weeks in a row, and he was going Southpaw Orthodox, Southpaw Orthodox, and he, a lot of guys, a lot of champs and, and top five contenders in a lot of the divisions are doing this now. They are stands yeah. changing. Volkanovski does it. Holloway does it. Um, and Bilal Muhammad pulled it off, like was giving Gilbert a lot of looks. Granted, Gilbert did hurt his shoulder, okay? So it yeah. gave – it gave Bilal almost like a f- get-out-of-jail-free card on that left side or yeah. on his right side, I should say, which you can see because I've, I've been in a position where you don't have any output on one side of your body. And what happens is whether they catch onto it or not, they start you start clashing, you come together, you clash, you exchange. And naturally when, when that happens, 
you lean, you start leaning towards the side where yeah. you're not taking any damage. It's just, it's just something that happens. And if you have no output on the right side, I mean, on, on your left side, he's going to start going left. And especially yeah. when his stance changing the way he is. So he's got offensive angles from both directions, like from both stances. And you're like, your lead arm is, is was uh, Gilbert's, his left hand is his orthodox. So his left mm. hand is his lead arm. And when, when, when that gets out of commission, all you can do is throw bombs. And he landed some bombs, but it's so hard to land a bomb yeah. on a guy that stands switching the way he was, giving distance and controlling the spacing the way he was. When he was out of jab range, because remember, jab range wasn't a thing, he had free reign of, of that left body kick. When every time he switched, he would yeah. left body kick, left head kick, right head kick, because Gilbert had no offense in that range. And yeah. it was like it just led to Bilal being able to control that spacing so perfectly. Like, And, he, you know, I will point out, regardless of how injured, Gil, uh, injured Gilbert Burns was, mm. Bilal's discipline in sticking yeah. to the fight plan was perfect. Yeah. Five rounds, getting in there, didn't do more than he had to, didn't get overambitious, didn't yep. get greedy, just stuck to the game plan, didn't pull, uh, didn't take his foot off the gas either. He was there consistently the mm. whole time. And I thought it was a very good showing for Bilal. I feel bad for him yeah, because of the way it worked. And I feel bad for Gilbert too. Don't get me wrong. I do feel bad for Gilbert as well because like he – he was obviously really struggling to fight with that shoulder. You could see sure. as soon as he heard it, the jam just went straight out of his donut. <laughs> you know? And he was and he was he was upset, dude. It looked like he was gonna cry yeah. midway through the round. Like, yeah, dude was gutted. But he fought his heart out, as he as as he always will. He's a he's a tough dude. But yeah, man, like just the the way that oh man, it's it's Feel bad, feel bad for both dudes. It's like that was that was the next title. Um, that yeah. was a title eliminator, you know, a content title contention uh, contender eliminator. Yeah, and uh, yeah, you know, I I do believe though, Bilal deserves to get the shot after Colby. I do, I believe oh, that. Hundred percent. With, with can I be honest, yes. Rob? I, I I think he deserves to get it before Colby. My humble opinion. Colby hasn't been. I know we talked about like we talked about a few episodes back that this is a business, and ultimately this is why mm. Dan is doing it. Totally understand that side. But recently, Colby hasn't been anyone ranked right, and Bilal has been going through people. He is the one that deserves it, but he's just not as much of a mm -hmm. draw. I don't know what it is. I could probably have some guesses, but people just find Bilal boring. And you mentioned that he he did everything that he needed to and should have done in this fight to win, especially considering Burns' injury. And I think anyone else in that position would have done the same. What else would you have done? You would have fought mm. the exact same way as he did, and he came on on top because of it, right? Mm. Oh, exactly, exactly. Well, the, the thing is, um, like, and this is my mentality, and I think Bilal has the same mentality. He would have to. You know, yeah. he'd be going crazy, right? It's just that, like, he probably doesn't even care. Everyone's saying, yeah. feel so bad for Bilal. Or when's Bilal going to – he probably doesn't give a shit. Like, <laughs> you know, well, he knows he got, he's like, got a title shot now, yeah. you know? Yeah. Well, yeah, he's like, he's like, all right, I'll just beat up the next dude. Just got a, just got a <laughs> yeah. W and a win bonus. Like, happy days. Yeah, And yeah. that was my mentality moving up through the ranks. Like, I never wanted to jump people. Never wanted my, my stream on top. They're, you just – I'm in the fight business. You're in the fight business. You're going to fight everyone anyway. Just fight your way to the top. Fight for sure. until there's no one left to fight. And I promise you, 
I promise you, if you do that, you'll be the champion. You yeah. will have already gotten the belt, okay? Yeah. And he might already have that mentality. He's a tough dude. I'm sure he does. So, yeah, I look forward to him. You know what you know? You mentioned with Colby before? Like, he's also been very quiet on socials. Like, yeah. you know, his whole thing is his persona he puts on, the offensive yeah. crap he comes up with, and <laughs> and and just like the controversy behind him as a person. Yeah. But I haven't heard a peep nor hair of him for, for, for months, if if not years. Like, so he, I don't even know been, what he's doing. Yeah, he's been doing some interviews. He's been saying certain things <clears throat> directed very specifically to Bilal. As I said before, he said he thought Bilal – but he, he, was, he was talking as if he was the champ and he was like, nah, Bilal needs to fight one more and, and get another win before he has a shot at the title, even though Dana literally said the winner of that hmm. will go on to fight the for the title after Colby yeah. and, and – and obviously Leon. But what I'm really interested in now is the future of that division, right? Because now you have Bilal, who's the now the number one contender or fighting for the title next. You have Burns, who can say, I was injured, I will be back, and he's probably going to be in, in, in top contention as well. You have Usman, that's still there. And whoever loses out of Edwards and, and Covington is going to be in the mix somewhere, maybe for another fight before they get another title right. opportunity. It's going to be interesting, man. Listen to me. I've yeah. just had... I've just had a vision. I know Go exactly on. what's going to happen. Tell me, okay? Rob. Everybody, <laughs> come closer. Tune in, okay? Colby fights Edwards. Yes. Beats, Elba, beats Edwards. Okay. okay. I think he beats him. No. Okay. Do I? Do you think Covington beats Edwards? Hold on. This vision is a little blurry now. Uh. <laughs> Do I, actually? Do I? <laughs> You're oh. changing midway through. He's having an epiphany. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, the, the visions are coming too fast. Like, I, I can't. What do the numbers mean, Mason? There's too, there's, too, there's too many outcomes. Like, uh, you know, I think, I think Edwards is a harder fight for Bilal mm. than than Colby. I think Colby's a good fight for Bilal. I agree. I think Edwards is a harder fight for Bilal. Yeah. I think. Edwards beats like beats up Colby. Yep, I would agree with that. Um, and, and I then think Bilal versus I, Edwards after that, and then I and then think Colby grinds out Burns. Maybe, maybe it depends when Burns comes back. Like he looks out for you to be out for a while. That yeah, injury looks super serious. So then you have maybe Usman and Covington again. <laughs> well, th- I mean, three times, like not even for the belt. Like I, I, I doubt, I doubt Colby wants that fight. Like no. that's such a hard fight, and he's not getting a yeah. title shot out of it. Like you, you can you tell know. what Colby is doing. Like he's saying stuff about Edwards, kind of preempting. He beats, uh, you know, uh, Leon. Uh, sorry, he's he's pre- he's saying stuff about Bilal, preempting that he's going to beat Leon. So when he does fight Bilal, he at least makes a bit of a main event for it, and hopefully yeah. they get a few more pay per view buys. That's that's what I he's doing. Yeah, I don't think I don't think Edwards loses to any of those dudes. I would agree with like, that. Honestly, I don't think Edwards loses yeah. to any of those dudes. Yeah. I think. Yeah, I think. I think Bilal Burns- could surprise you. I think, I think maybe Burns' explosive power would have thrown a spanner in the mix, you yeah. know, especially Edwards being Southpaw traditionally. Mm. Mm. I think uh, I think Burns like with that he's fast on that right hand, dude. 
You saw that yeah. even without his left, he was still landing right hands on Bilal. But he wasn't dropping him. So, yeah, yeah hard to say. You know, the, the, yeah, <laughs> that's that. <laughs> well, let's see what, what happens with that division. But now we've got the actual main event, Aljamain Sterling against Henry Cejudo. Rob, you, you said last week that you keep underestimating Aljamain mm-hmm. and he keeps mm-hmm. proving you wrong. It happened Mate. again. <laughs> I was impressed. Yes. I was impressed. Tell me what you thought <laughs> you know, of the fight. Half, half the reason why I tip against him is because I'm pretty sure I'm a good luck charm at this point. <laughs> you know, I've tips against, tips against, tipped against him every single title fight and yep. look what's happened, you know. Yeah. So you're welcome. You're welcome, Sterling. <laughs> you're welcome, Aljamain. <laughs> yeah, dude, mate, he had he had a picture-perfect game plan of putting the pressure on Cejudo. He looks so good when he pressures people and Honestly. he's done that to his like to his last, like every title defense. He did that on Jan. He did that on Dillashaw. He's done it on Cejudo now. Like, he looks so good, so good. He was, again, another guy who was switching stance, like keeping Cejudo guessing. He was switching stance, firing off a calf kick, switching stance, firing off a body kick. It just it gives – it gives so many looks. Maybe that's a new thing. I'm going to start doing it too. Like the stand switching, <laughs> everyone, everyone at the highest level is doing it a lot and having a lot of success with it. You know, Sterling yeah. was using his reach and his spacing with those those calf kicks to perfection. He was yeah. us- utilizing his height and reach to perfection. So Hudo was really struggling to try and get his mitts on him because just because the reach disadvantage and he mm. wasn't engaging in the kicking game. Or he couldn't because it just it's not part of his game, you know. Cejudo's stance leaves him leaves him open to a lot of those low calf kicks, mm. and Sterling saw that took full advantage of it. Now another massive thing is that Sterling was initiating a lot of the wrestling. He was yeah. threatening that takedown from start to finish, and I don't know how much of a of a factor, actually, no, I do know how much it would have played a massive factor on Suhudo's mind, mm. like wonder worrying because while Suhudo's a great wrestler, he doesn't want to be on his back with Sterling on top. No. Sterling's a big dude with He's great, great grappling, you know. Yeah. So now you've got Suhudo who is losing the reach battle, is mm. losing the height battle, is losing the kicking battle, is getting pushed back. Due to spacing, he's getting outspaced, and now and he has to worry about southpaw, orthodox, and takedowns. You know, yeah. you could almost—I feel—I could almost see it. So Hudo's brain was an overdrive. Yeah. You know, Sterling was giving him so many different looks and uh, and angles that he was almost overwhelmed with it. Mm. And I, okay, I thought Sahudo won the fifth round. Convincingly. Absolutely. I thought Absolutely. I, I, I thought two was close. I thought four was close, maybe. Yeah. But yeah. I thought honestly, the only round I would give Suhudo convincingly was five. Yeah. And I thought one and three was pretty convincing Sterling's. Yeah. And Sterling was 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 pushing like I don't think it was a robbery at all. I think Sterling, no. Sterling was pushing that pace. He was pushing that spacing. He was landing effective shots. And I don't know if this is a thing, right? Yeah. Cejudo had such, such a what an aura of wrestling. Obviously, mm. gold medalist, triple C. You know, he had he has such he has such an impressive 
resume, mm. wrestling resume, that with Sterling shooting all the takedowns and getting takedowns on Cejudo, it almost looks more – and not getting taken down by Cejudo, it almost looks more impressive than Cejudo getting takedowns. Yeah. You know? It's like when yeah. Jones versus Cormier, Jones took Cormier down. That's all anybody else – anybody could talk about. Yeah. Jones took Cormier down. Like, you, you know, I don't know how much that plays a, a you know a factor in the eyes of the crowd and the judges, but – I'm sure yep. it's a thing, you know. I mean, that was a, the biggest talking point is obviously people saying that it was a robbery, but the judges being kind of all over the place. I agree Sterling did win. It was a very close fight, but I agree with the result the judges called. But you look at the individual rounds that they give, it was all over the place, especially with Derek Cleary. So I, w- I would agree with you. So one, Aljamain won. Five, Cejudo definitely won. Two, Cejudo. So it comes down to three and four. <laughs> and so, I don't know if you, it, there's this YouTube channel called The Weasel. Shout out The Weasel. He did this awesome breakdown, you know, for three and four of like significant hits, like every time they connected and takedown attempts. And by the end of that, it was clear that Aljamain won when you break it down step by step by that. So I think he agrees exactly with what you said. Mate, when you look at these scorecards, you got to wonder if these guys are drunk. Like, I, honestly, dude, Cleary, I know. Cleary I'm, gave yeah. round five. To to Aljamain. Like, round five. No, so oh no, yeah, he gave it. Yeah, yeah, he gave it Aljamain. Like that was the sense. only clear cut round I feel, bar one yep. for Sterling. Agree that Henry won. Like I yep. think they're the they're the two most clear cut rounds. Was Sterling won the first? Yeah, Henry won the last. Correct. And like, and two, I thought Henry was looking good. For half the round, and then Sterling mm. finished up well. Yeah, I think three did much the same. Four could have gone either way. Five was Cejudo. Yeah. Okay. Like, yeah. These 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 scorecards are all over the place. You you guys can look them up if you want, but yeah, we're not <laughs> like, we're not going to go through them because you'll yeah. you'll do your head in. <laughs> and it doesn't even make sense reading them. I have to sit here looking at the matrix for a bit. But um, yeah, I know, right? But in, yeah, it's in almost a like random number generator. Like, <laughs> like it, yeah, it's yeah, whatever. They're just spinning a wheel but, um, on the night. Ah, oh, Cejudo, yeah. <laughs> but that's what yeah, happened. So yeah, Aljamain right. won by split decision, technically two to one. That's it. Um, very what was impressive. That? Very impressive. Very impressive. I, I kind of flagged it with you last week, Rob, that what does Cejudo do after this if he lost? He looked really dejected. <laughs> After the fight, and he was like, "I don't know what to do, man." Like he was almost hinting yeah. that he wouldn't fight again. Like, yeah, what, what the hell? Yeah. Crazy, dude. Fighting's hard. Yeah, like, yeah. fighting's hard. <laughs> I, I know a lot of people. I know a lot of people understand that fighting's hard, <laughs> right? Yeah, but I don't think they get how hard it is. And yeah. for for a dude to be so athletically inclined to have won yeah. belts, to one gold in the Olympics, and then to have a break where he didn't have to deal with any of that stress, pressure. Yeah. He doesn't have financial problems. Like, you know, he's he, he had it cushy, right? And then to come back and have yep. a five-round war with Sterling. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I'm sure there's a part of him that like, why the hell <laughs> did I do this? Like, what what was the case? But – um. I can't Poor wait. Dude. 
Did you see? Did you see the post-fight shenanigans? No, I didn't. Okay, okay. <laughs> Mirab is oh, my new I favorite did see. fighter. Yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> no, you my, just reminded me. <laughs> he's, he's my new favorite fighter. That's dude. your Dali, bro. <laughs> so, dude, dude, like, uh, what's his name? Um, Sean O'Malley. O'Malley walks yeah. into the octagon. Staunches With the Michael Jackson Sterling, jacket on. Take, takes his Michael Jackson <laughs> jacket off. And in the same clip, Mirab comes in from the side wearing O'Malley's jacket. It was <laughs> and happy as punch, jumped, dude. And he jumped over the, the cage. And <laughs> it was the best, man. Dude, like that was the best part of the night. I Sorry to all you fighters out there, but that was the best fight of the night. <laughs> that yeah. was the best part of the night. That was so cool. Um, but the cool thing I, as well is obviously the jacket stuff, but now we, we can see the next fight. It's Al Jermaine versus yeah. Sean O'Malley, you know? And I think I think Sterling Oh, do I say Walks that because I might jinx him. I think it might jinx I think it might jinx him. Don't say anything but, now, right? Stew on it for oh. a few weeks or months and then we can oh, do our I already know what's later. gonna happen. I already know what's gonna happen. Sterling I walks know. him. Is it, it's yeah. Dude, I'll predict that even. now. <laughs> no, I want to see. I want to see. But it, you know, there was there was words saying Henry might fight Mirab. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I. I, I, I but wait, hold that. on, hold on. Aren't they like really good friends? And oh, no, 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 no. Did I say Sterling? I meant Cejudo. Sorry. Sorry. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I thought. I heard that yeah. Cejudo might and, and Mirab. Um, Mir- am I saying it wrong? Is it Mirab? I, I would Mirab. I say Mirab. I think it's Mirab. <laughs> yeah, Mirab. I think Mirab sounds offensive. <laughs> <laughs> it does. It's Mirab. <laughs> Mir- Mirab. <laughs> Mirab. Dude, my bad. <laughs> anyway, I heard. I heard he's happy to fight Sterling's leftovers, which is Cejudo. And you, you yeah. got to give a lot of respect to that for. For Mirab and Sterling to just be such a, to have that such a strong bond that they're just cool like for that. For sure. Yeah. But that was UFC two eighty eight, mate. Yeah, it was it was on a, an alright card. It was it was all right. But we've got as yeah. as we said, we've got a few fight nights now until UFC two eight nine. Um Rob, we have one this week. Oh, yeah. you, you want to say something? Well, yeah, one last ticket on UFC two eighty eight. You know, yeah. I think the highlight fight of the night. Oh, here was we go. no honestly, honestly. Cron Gracie. <laughs> no, nah, it's something. It's something you wouldn't hear. I'm sure it was. It was uh, Jean Jaunan yeah. versus um, Andrade. Andrade. I think that yeah. was like that was the coolest part of the night. I thought well, it was thought a knockout. Was... Everyone loves a knockout or a TKO. Yeah, it dude. was fun, you know. Yeah, man, and like it was. I don't know. That that was the highlight of the night. Fight of the night from me. You get nothing. What was Sorry. fight of the night? That's actually, the that's, a, that's a really right. good question. I gave that one. <laughs> Bobby yeah. gave it. Bobby's fight of the night was Andrade and Jaunan. You, you, you both get the fifty grand. <laughs> you, you, don't, you don't get fifty k. I don't have fifty k. Pockets pockets <laughs> a little light at the moment. I haven't fought for a while. I want to try and search for it later. But this oh. weekend we have uh, a fight night, and we'll quickly talk about the main yeah. event. I can never know how to pronounce this guy's last name. Ro- is it just Rosenstruck? Rosenstruck. Rosenstruck versus Almeida. Heavyweight predictions. Let's let's quickly mm, go through it. UFC fight. What do you reckon? We got. Oh mate, it's gonna be a short fight. Al- yeah. Well, you, you assume so with heavyweight fights. 
Like yeah. I feel like heavyweight fights are either short or they're the worst heavy worst fight you've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> they're either over real quick or they're terrible yeah. to watch. Um, yeah. Our mate is running through people. He, he left he is, right. Yeah, yeah. He's just running through people. He's he's yeah. I um I I think our mate just runs through Rosenstruck. You know. Um, yeah. No, that's not to say Rosenstruck can't do it. It's the heavyweight division, dude. Like. Yeah, mate. Any is any it's anybody's best bet, but I think our mate is just going to run him down. Yeah, know? he's on a thirteen win streak, so I think that's the obvious bet here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that that is the main event. There's a bunch of other fights as well, but God, Rob, we're already forty minutes in, and we, we we've are. still we got, got half the we've show. We've got to move along. We got to. We move do. Along. You know what we're gonna do? We're gonna we're gonna cut out this piece of news because. Essentially, what we're going to talk about as part of the game news, we're going to talk about new Zelda game coming out. Uh, uh, what's it called again? Tears of the Kingdom. Rob and I are getting codes. I'm gonna. I'm definitely going to be playing it. So we'll talk about that next week. So let's instead talk about Diablo Four. Rob, I really want to get your mm-hmm. thoughts on this because we've talked about this this game a fair bit in the podcast so far. I want to know what you think about the the battle pass, the the seasons that they have because you probably have the most connection to the franchise. So with Diablo 4, it's coming out very soon. Seasons are going to focus on kind of themed content that iterate on the base game. So quests, new mechanics, character mm. items, seasonal stuff, stuff like that. So obviously being seasonal, every quarter you'll get an update like that. Uh, you need to finish the base game, and it requires effectively a new character to be able to complete that seasonal stuff. Then you have a free battle pass with 27 tiers that have a reward, so cosmetics, Smoldering Ashes as well, which you can get gold and XP with and, and other stuff like that. And then on top of the Battle Pass, which is free, you've got the Paid Battle Pass, a Premium Pass, which is $10 US, which is an additional 63 tiers, cosmetics, weapon and armor cosmetics, seasonal mount and amount armor. And then you have an Accelerated Pass, which is $25, US, which is all perks on the Premium Pass, including unlocking immediately 20 tiers so you don't have to grind through that plus Wings of the Creator emote, and then you have expansions that's going to expand the story of Diablo 4 as well. That's mm. Diablo 4 in a package, all of its post-launch support. What mm. do you think, man? Oh, mate, I, um, I've i never loved seasonal games, seasonal-based games. I've never, yeah. I've never loved them. I didn't love them in Diablo 3, didn't yeah. love it in Diablo 2, didn't love it in PoE. And I probably won't love it in Diablo 4. <laughs> That's not the Does same. Does it not keep your interest at all? Like you might come back yeah, for every that, seasonal that, update? That's not to say I won't like Diablo 4. I will like yeah. Diablo 4, okay? I, yeah. I like I like the game. I like the franchise. And mm. there, 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 is, there is something that tickles me itch about, um, <laughs> you know, grinding up, becoming a god, smashing things, getting that rare loot, yada, yada, yada. Uh, yeah. I, I have my own... My own sort of, um, I don't know, uh, what, what, what am I going to call them? Misgivings on on mm. these sort of games because, like, it's an online game. Well, yeah. I actually I haven't played the beta of four, so I don't I can't speak too much about it. Okay, and you feel free to tell me if it's if it's different. But from yeah. my experiences from from three, from two, from Poe, from like from collectively, uh across the games, then they're all kind of the same, right? Yeah. Um, it, it's multi. It's it's online. It's a multiplayer. So mm-hmm. you're encouraged to play with your friends. But, bro, you're never playing with your friends. 
Like it's so much. You're never playing with your friends. It's well, you're like not. your friend. No, your friend may be on while you're grinding down mats or while you're yeah, grinding yeah. down something else. But like you don't want him holding you back. You know what I mean? True. Or if he's not holding you back, he's leashing you. <laughs> like, Take it all you lose. Yeah, there's. There's there's no there's no middle ground. There's no working together. Like, yeah. Well, not not from my experience, okay? Because Fair. yeah. And secondly, like second point is that like I, I, I never liked how the end game was always about efficiency. It was always about how fast you could clear the map and get into yep. a new map. I hate that. I don't mm. want to know how fast I can farm t- um farm mats. Like I don't want to be forced into a character role that I don't want to play. I mean, a character yeah. class I don't want to play just because it's optimal, just because it can clear mat sub one. You know what I mean? I, yeah. I, I don't want that. And don't say to me, oh, you don't have to do that. You can just do whatever you want at your own pace. No, I can't yeah. happily enjoy myself, the slow-ass <laughs> barbarian, taking 72 hours killing shit while you as a Nacro and Sork have cleared four maps and you're in endgame end game gear. How am I supposed to live with myself at that stage? You can't. You know? You Rob, can't. I'm surprised, though, <laughs> because every time you've talked to me about playing, like you talked about it with 76 and I think Diablo in the past, you like watching your YouTube guides and all of the YouTube guides are endgame guides or endgame builds. You're min-maxing and you're clearing bosses in seconds. What? Would you not do that as well with Diablo 4 so you can keep up? I know you don't like it, but are you going to do it anyway? Yeah. Uh, probably. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, like, all my mates are going to yeah. be on it, and I'm going to be like, oh, all right, I'll uh, jump right. in it. And then I'll rush down the mats, I'll yeah. rush down the gear, I'll start clapping butt cheeks, <laughs> and, then, and then I'll quit. Yeah. And then I'll quit. Actually, yeah. well... But you see, and then that's the thing though. Like, I don't want to blow hours in because when I become obsessed with the game, every yeah. time I get me time, I'm here playing, grinding. Like, yeah. I have the same mentality in gaming as I do fighting. Like, you grind. <laughs> it's not always fun, but you do it. The end yeah. justifies the means. Okay. And and then for, for you to wipe my character at the end of the season where I can just shove all my cool rare loot that I may <laughs> never get ever again in my entire life because it was like a point naught 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 one percent drop. Yeah. And it goes into a into the the what the forever worlds with the, the storage filling up, or it gets deleted <laughs> forever and you, you never end up like reorganizing your inventory so it gets deleted. Like, no, no. <laughs> I you know, you, you'll get me for you'll get me for at least one season. You'll get me for at yeah. least one season. Well, it's Sorry like, for it's the like, rant. That was no, a it's good. Rant. It's like any <laughs> game where you min max, you get all your cosmetics. Like, and I again bring up seventy six. You you would try and make everything perfect. Got to get the best weapon, best everything, or whatever. When you reach that point, you what do you do? Like you you've essentially finished all you can in the game, so you leave it and you walk away. To me, you've just grinded to get the best build and then you're not really able to use it anymore. So I just threw it away. No. I was like, I'm done 76 now. 76 is different, man. No, it's not. It's exactly it is. that. It is exactly you know why? that. Why? Because you grind your gear. That's what we did, remember? I mean, yeah. you, you ran me through it. You, you I ran, ran you through me it. through. You leached me. You helped me get the mutations I needed. You got me I the did. gear. Yeah. And it's funny, guys, because before he was doing <laughs> that, I was actually watching all these freaking videos on YouTube <laughs> trying to work out how to do certain stuff. And then I thought it was, a, what did I just call him? <laughs> 
<laughs> I was wondering the same. <laughs> yeah. And then I called you and then you ran me through it all personally. You know, and I gave you the weapons you needed. I gave you the you armor did. and everything. I got, the, I got that fist, that rare fist, and I got all the mutations, oh. and I got all the, the the perks and the levels and everything. Yeah. Okay. I became a walking two-handed punching god. You had and the death claw gauntlet. Building. Yeah, exactly. That's, that, that's exactly. What, that's, that's my point. That's, though. You, you, that's end game, brother. Uh, <laughs> you become a god, then you retire at a nice, cozy hut by a waterfall in a radioactive plane. That's Knowing you, you could wreck any enemy because you were literally going around one-shotting with your, your death claw gauntlet. Punching you- things. <laughs> <laughs> it I think, was I so think good. The, the attire that you had on, as well, it was uh, uh, Grognath the Barbarian as well. Yeah, you the barbarian look. So good, bro. <laughs> Dude. So, yeah, I became a god and then went and retired at some waterfall. You've been there with the big trees and the radio, uh, the radiation. And you know what I realized, just, Rob? This is this is literally the plot of of uh, Endgame, where where Thanos snaps the the with yeah. the gauntlet, and he's <laughs> yeah. like, "And I will sit on the sunset and yeah. look at the grateful world." And he's like, "He's like peace, <laughs> yeah, farming crops and shit." Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's what he did. Beautiful, mate. Beautiful. They should have stopped you the series Thanos. there. <laughs> But yeah, anyway, uh, there's there's no base building in in Diablo Four, so no, again, so it's all I'm, gonna, I'm gonna re- I'm gonna reserve my um because it looks a little slower though, so I'm gonna res- yeah. and and the world bosses it does look much more approachable multiplayer wise. Like there are world bosses that you need more people to do stuff with. They're yeah. not just like trying to rush you through the game. So I am looking forward to it. I. All my misgivings are from the previous titles, not this title. So I am looking forward to getting into it. And I will be wailing on this with my $25 accel- accelerated pass. You better oh, believe do it. it. Yeah. You better believe Absolutely, it. Absolutely, man. I can't wait. I can't wait to see you just say, yeah, I, I missed on like I was going to get the regular premium pass, but I, I, I missed a few weeks. So I'm just going to get the accelerated pass and, and unlock all those tiers. I see it happening right now. Even if I'm on every day, I'm still buying the accelerated pass. <laughs> <laughs> just to make it easy on yourself. <laughs> Dude, 100%. As much as I can. That's brilliant. Well, Diablo 4 comes out, I can't remember the specific date, sometime next month. It's going to be exciting. But moving on, we've got a reveal. Rob, we were talking about Mortal Kombat in the in the last episode. The reveal for Mortal Kombat 12 is very close. It's incoming. The creator, co-creator Ed Boone, keeps teasing it. It's likely to be released this year based on, I think it was the head of Warner Brothers said so, so something about this year. And it looks to be another like reboot of Mortal Kombat. It's just going to be based on leaks. It's just going to be called Mortal Kombat. And if anyone has played Mortal Kombat 11, you'll know that the timeline effectively reset if you follow the story mode. So it's going to be very exciting. I'm always excited when Mortal Kombat does a reboot because it gives anyone that hasn't played Mortal Kombat 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10 to actually come back and start fresh. So is that going to be you, Rob? Are you going to fight me in Mortal Kombat? <laughs> oh, I'll piece you up Mortal Kombat. Who's, Who's your, your favorite main? character? Sub-Zero, for sure. Really? Yeah, who, who are you going to say? The, one of the ninja boys. My favorite was Smoke. Oh, he's cool. He, Smoke's a ninja. Yeah. I mean, he used yeah, to be. Yeah, I know. Not the robot yeah. Snoke. Smoke. Yeah, 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 like. yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, he was probably my favorite. I Smoke think. was cool. 
Well, that was, was back cool. in the day with the arcade machines, and it happened with Street Fighter as well, where they didn't have enough memory, so they just changed the colors of the ninjas and said yeah. it was a new character. <laughs> Dude, happy, <laughs> happy with that. <laughs> but is Smoke, is Smoke going to be it? Like, is he OG? It, oh, he, well, like, he was. I feel a, like he he might have been a little bit later. He, I don't think he was in the first one, but I feel like he either came in the second or he was. He might have been like a secret character. It was mm. it was noob side bot. I I can't remember that far back, but he was definitely a palette swap ninja yeah. after yeah. like the original trio of Sub Zero, Scorpion, and and you know Reptile. who became like that was when I was younger. Like Smoke, you know who ended up becoming my favorite character? I'm gonna change it. You know, you know, who grew on me. Like hated him so much from the start, but it grew on me as I got older to the point now where I think my favorite. I think my favorite Mortal Kombat character is Johnny Cage, dude. Oh, don't say that. <laughs> yeah, man. Johnny Cage. No, hell yeah. No. Dude's cringy as hell. He's, all he does is kick people. It's sick. <laughs> Johnny Cage, Rob. Oh, that's, Johnny I'm disappoint- Cage. I'm disappointed in you a little bit. Love you know it. what's cool? So they're, they're doing a... Um, he got done did you wa- in the movie, but <laughs> what, like the original Mortal Kombat movie? <laughs> yeah, like Goro <laughs> broke his spine on his knee. No, but he ended that, up winning. <laughs> no, he died. Johnny Cage died. He dead. But he he, he had his there. moment against Goro, right? He remember he did the splits and he punched him in the groin, and then Goro yeah, fell off the, and then, off the end. Well, no, and who picked him? Someone picked Johnny Cage up. And dropped him on his knee, and he was dead. Johnny Cage that was, gone. That was in in Mortal Kombat, I think, Annihilation, in the really the bad one. one. Yeah, the next one, he died like right that, at the start that, of the movie. That lives in my head. Yeah, that yeah. lives in my head, rent free forever. I, I think it was <laughs> Motaro that killed him in Annihilation. Oh, I got to search this up yeah. now because he definitely he definitely beat Goro in the first movie. Yeah. I remember that. I also had some love for. Is it Shang Sun? Yeah. Yeah. Like he's a wizardy dude. I had a, I had a lot of love for him too. Shang Tsung's great. But see, here's the thing, man. So did you <laughs> did you watch the new Mortal Kombat movie? The one it was very focused around Sub Zero. No. Dude, it was like legitimately watch it. It's actually I thought it was really cool. And so they got this new one coming out, and Johnny Cage is gonna be introduced as a character. The guy that they've got for Johnny Cage, I gotta I gotta remember his name. He's in the boys. Um it's a weird, weird casting. Uh, Carl Urban apparently is going to be Johnny Cage in in the next movie. Which character you, does he play in The Boys? He's like the like one one of the main dudes in The Boys. Uh, and he and he ended up taking the pill and get the superpowers in in, in the last season. You know Carl yeah. Urban, New Zealand no. dude. Search him up. Search him up. You'll you'll recognize oh. his face. You'll recognize his face. For oh sure yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he's the reason Carl I stopped Urban. watching the bloody show. Why? He was trying to, he was trying to cock block his mate. <laughs> like it was like season in the show. season one. He was like cock blocking him on the superhero chick, and I was like, dude, not cool. <laughs> such oh, wait, the boys is such a good show, man. I freaking freaking love it. But yeah, so butcher. He was he's butcher in, in in the boys. Um, apparently he's going to be Johnny Cage in, in the next Mortal Kombat movie, which is a weird casting in my opinion. Mm. I think he's got a good face for it. We'll see. 
Well, that was saying as well. I don't know if I don't know if you follow WWE closely, um, but the Miz, like one of the one of the uh, wrestlers there, looks looks and acts exactly like Johnny Cage, and he should have been Johnny Cage. Every everyone on the internet is saying that. But Mortal Kombat 12 or whatever they call it is being teased. Rob, we're going to play it. So what is it? Is it is it Johnny Cage against Sub Zero? Is that what we're going with? It's Johnny you're, Cage you're versus me. the world, brother. <laughs> it's gonna be good, <laughs> and, and it's always last... been Johnny Cage against the world. <laughs> I can't wait to beat you as Sub Zero. I'll just keep freezing you as Sub Zero. It's gonna be good. But the the last bit that we have to talk about is actually Starfield. So Starfield recently got its ESRB rating in the US, and Rob, you'll be very happy to hear this. So Todd Howard confirmed that romance. And romancing companions will be a thing in Starfield, but people were concerned that would there would actually be no sex because it was rated by the Australian Classification Board, and they said there was no sex. But this ESRB, ESRB rating confirms that there will be sex with companions in the game. There's going to be like a quest line around this drug. There's going to be in-game purchases. You should read some of the lines, Rob, that they have about after you, you romance your companions in the game. It is. Freaking hilarious. I'm so excited for this game, man. Honestly, should I read yep, some I'm of these pumped. lines for you? No, because it's are they, are they cringy a little bit. Can I read? Oh, just, just read them. <laughs> just read them. Look, I, I, I won't read it. And, and plus, it's spoiler terry, territory, but you know, there's, there's something about jetpack sex in there. They're, they're, they're doing sex. some kinky, yeah, that, they're doing some kinky stuff in, in Starfield, Rob. Mate, I am so Don't. pumped. I, I didn't like. Yeah, I just I love open world games where you can do whatever you want, and I love if there's like an MA rating to it. So if there's drugs in there, and if there's yep. there's sex and there's romance and there's, like, oh, there's gonna be there's gonna be base building, there's gonna be housing, there's gonna be ships, yep. there's gonna be game purchases, love buying things. <laughs> <laughs> The the big talking point that like people are actually really loving is the fact that they are going for a much more seemingly mature angle with this game, with the whole drug quest line, like with the romancing of characters. That's another reason why I'm excited for it. And and I'm kind of getting like a sensation of similar to Fallout 3 and similar to New Vegas with some more mature mm-hmm. themes. Because I, I loved Fallout 4, but it, that was not that game. Starfield seemingly is going to be that. And I, and I yeah. can't wait, man. We're getting closer yeah, yeah, to the yeah, reveal yeah. next month. I cannot wait. So, Rob, we're, we're at the section where we talk about what we're watching, playing, and reading. I did it, man. I watched Prison it? School. I watched Prison <laughs> School. <laughs> How good. Bro, what was I watching? Just... It's good, isn't it? How good is it? <laughs> I don't think good is the word that I would use. To describe dude, it. I felt embarrassed watching it at home alone. It's funny, <laughs> dude. You didn't find it funny? It was funny, for sure, for sure. There was this one. Oh, I, I can't really describe it. Do you remember? Yeah. I think it was episode three where uh, they're in the bathroom and for some reason this girl's like, I need to see you go to the bathroom. Do you remember that? Uh, no, no, I don't. But I just people listening it, what, to this, like, what the what, hell? This is what Rob what, suggested. Okay, <laughs> dude, <laughs> it's so funny. I just remember all the so. expressions and oh, dude, it's just I may oh, even there are expressions. It. It, it, the, I may even rewatch it. It's hilarious, man. 
Oh yeah. The the, the storyline <laughs> is the concept is for anyone that's like, what the hell are you watching? Essentially, is that it's a boarding school or a school that's just girls, and this is the first year where they introduce boys, and it's just four guys. They end up becoming friends, but they end up doing something and get put in school prison for like a month. And it's just built around the antics around that. It is yeah, wild. It's so good. It's so good. Oh, so good, it's yeah. So good. It's wild. No, it's I couldn't funny, ever watch man. it in public. <laughs> did you did you watch the whole series, Mark? I watched four episodes. So I, okay, I'm considering whether to continue it. I got a good sense of it. That's the rule, right? You, you watch yeah, three yeah, episodes yeah, of an rule, anime. That's the rule. That's the rule. Yeah. What that's about you? What, you, what do you? Have you, you watched Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood yet? No, nah, not yet. No. Nah. That's on my list. You'll love that, dude. You'll love that, like... You know what? I'll watch that right. next because that's been on my list for a while, for like, sure. Yeah, and it's a good, like, hearty anime. There's, like, 40 episodes. You get everything yeah. you need in it. It's it's so cool. Like, All right. What what was that anime you were watching that the, the fighting? Was it Demon Slayer? He's, Demon Slayer. Edward yeah. is so much better than, De- like, the main character. Really? Like, so right. much better. Because he starts, he starts young, too, and yeah. grows up. So, like, yeah. he's such a better character. All right. I mean, Demon Slayer is yeah. getting pretty good. Last episode was sick. No, the dude. best Brotherhood's, animation. Brotherhood's like top five ever. Is Brotherhood okay. the, f- like, if I wanted to watch Full Metal Alchemist, is that the first? No. So Brotherhood and the Full Metal Alchemist are two yeah. different things. They One follows the anime, the manga more closely, and then one follows something else. So um, I could just watch Brotherhood and not need to worry. Only Brotherhood. Okay. Don't worry about the other All one. Right. I ended up watching both, it. but by accident. But, um, yeah, but yeah, <laughs> by accident. I I'm watching just this season's anime, and yeah, I don't know. Some of them are hit, some of them are miss. Like you're not you're not all feeling the ones, at all. I, I saw a lot of our um viewers left um comments saying like, watch Skip and Loafer, watch my yep. love story with Yamada, watch yep. this, watch that. I'm watching them all. Because like they've only got about four or five episodes out at the moment, and yeah. I'm I'm up to date with pretty much the entire season. <laughs> like, everything. <laughs> I'm looking at the list now, and honestly, none of them are that good. Like, right? Okay, that's yeah, disappointing. Like, like yeah, nothing is really. Yeah, nothing's really screaming to me. Although I haven't watched My Home Hero, that looks yeah. pretty dark and. Um, I don't know my alley, but I haven't watched that yet. I I have hopes. Um, someone said in the comments, and it's not just this video; it's every video and every comment and every social post I've ever done. Someone's <laughs> like, "Watch Ranking of Kings." Yeah, have you said, mate? I saw it. It's not that good. Like it, it's wow. good. It's good enough that I watch the entire thing, but yeah. You get sick of the four-year-old who's deaf. Like, <laughs> like it's out of That sounds so. Dude, bad. Dude, he's like, <laughs> oh, no, he, the main character is like a four-year-old who's deaf, and oh yeah, yeah, literally like. You're not that. selling and, me on it, no, yeah. <laughs> mate, oh, it's it's not bad, but it it's weird, and the anima- animation style is very different as well. But uh, yeah. I'm lo- I'm going through my my watch list on Crunchyroll and I'm trying to look for something that's made me go, "Wow, that was good." And I I'm still scrolling. 
Well, for I'm you, so I'm, I'm going to watch Brotherhood. I'll watch it in time for, for the next episode. Definitely. I'm, I'm liking Definitely. this. I'm liking you giving me suggestions and I'm trying them out. I feel though Brotherhood is something that I'd actually want to completely finish. So oh, Brotherhood is really goes. good. Really, it's, not, it's not skewed or weird in any way. It is like yeah. just really, really good. It's so good. Same with um, yeah. Code Gears. I think that's on Netflix. Yeah. If you ever, if you want to watch it, like Code Gears is really good too. Really, really right. good. That'll be on the list um, as well. But what are you, what are you playing this week? What am I playing? What am I playing? Just scrolling through my anime things, just looking, <laughs> trying to find something. I've <laughs> just been watching anime. Out. Yeah, how do you have the time to play games as well and double watch anime? <laughs> I watch half an episode when I eat a meal, and then, yeah. <laughs> then watch the other half the day after on the way to training. My next, yeah. <laughs> my next meal. Um, what am I playing? Um, still want to try and work out how to start an online server with Ragnarok Online. Okay, I want to I want to play that for for old time's sake, and this is just directed towards Ragnarok Online players because you won't get it unless you've played the game. You never quit Ragnarok Online; it's always there, itching in the back Fair. of your head. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, I cool. played Age of Wonders four. Did I mention that last yeah. week? Or did I? I think you did. I yeah, you did. Yeah, I had some yeah. pretty funny crashes at the start of it. It is a very fun game. Got some dubs. Played it with my friend. Um, nice. I don't know if it's it's deeper than what I think it is mm. and I just haven't gotten to the stage where it becomes real deep or if it does seem a little lifeless. I don't, mm. I don't know yet because, like, it's obviously a war game. Like, I play, I play Age of Wonders almost every time I end up falling into my old routine of just being a barbarian running around ransacking places. <laughs> and that's kind of it. There's no there's no real spreading of culture or religion. You know, like in Civ Five where you, you can start a religion and you can spread culture yeah. and you can it's yeah. Age of Wonders is kind of all about building up dudes, sharpening your swords and burning your neighbors. That's just how I feel. Like <laughs> and I don't know. Oh, that because, sounds fun to me. <laughs> yeah, for the first Eight times, and then yeah, you, know, you want something. You want some depth to it. You want to be Venice and be a trade king. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, that that nice. I was playing. I was thinking about playing, starting a uh, Fallout Four. See, uh, playing playing Fallout Four again. I was looking nice. at the mods. Um, yep. Have you heard of the mod Sim City? That's the one where you, like, you can build like crazy, right? Yes. Yeah, the, yeah, oh, yeah you can build like yeah. settlements and they kind of look after themselves. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I was yeah. thinking about doing a playthrough with that and yeah. having that mod. But the last time I tried playing with that mod, it didn't, I don't know, it was kind of some jank to it. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if I can commit I mean, to it. I downloaded Divinity Original Sin 2 again. That's a great game. Yeah. You ever played that? No, I've never played Divinity. I, it, that's on my list as well. There's too many Dude, games on the bucket list. That's a really <laughs> good game. I'm thinking about jumping back into that. Yeah, nice. And just trying to be a uh... – well, I actually – I didn't play the the definitive edition. I played the one before that, so non-divinitive. Mm. So I, yeah. I don't even – I don't even remember the quests or or what or how things went. So I've been meaning to play yeah. that as well. But, yeah, Fair. that's where I'm at at the moment. <laughs> nice. As, as for me, I, I finally finished God of War Ragnarok. I mean, no. like – 
yeah, the main story at least is if I wanted to go be completionist and get all the armor and do all the favors, I could do that. But I'll be honest, I'm I'm content with where I am. I've finished <laughs> the main story. I, I know what happened and anything else, I maybe one day I'll come back to it, but probably not. So God of War Ragnarok is done and I'm excited that it's done because as I, as I said before, tomorrow... Tears of the Kingdom Zelda comes out. Man, I'm I'm ready to just put hours and hours into that game. That's going to be like one of the biggest releases of the year, but the game that I spend probably the most time until Starfield. Are they sure. are they do they still have the same weapon thing where all the weapons break? Yeah. Yeah. That's so that is, it's the game. Where's the, the core mechanic? Where's the progress? What do you mean? What do you mean like, where's the progress? How do I get stronger? You get stronger by you increase your hearts, your, your your stamina, you get better armor. That that's that's the progress. Do you not remember like in the first one, like you got better armor, you could upgrade each piece of armor as well, mm-hmm. like several times over. That and then eventually you get the master sword as well. So that's the progress, man. This is how I played the first one, right? I yeah, went yeah. from the beginning place straight yeah. to Ganondorf's castle. And I farmed those lizard dudes until I got a, the the lizard dudes until I got their thunder blades. So like they they had like those throwing blades. Yeah. Yep. And then I used their own weapons to carve them up and farm like the arrows, the elemental arrows yep. that do yep. much more damage than your bow does. And then yep. I fought fought the giant lizard thing. And you oh, won. No. I got to the second form, got destroyed. <laughs> <laughs> but, well, maybe you should but, have played the game more I, normally. But Rob. I got to the second form, you know, and then yeah. I, after getting like oh, pillaged for, for hours, I was like, screw it. Yeah. I left there. And, bro, the, the normal game was a cakewalk because I had these God-level weapons that <laughs> so I was just carving <laughs> through people until they all broke and fell away. And I was like, screw yeah. this game. <laughs> well look look the, the one redeeming factor at, at least about the next game and it's the biggest issue that i had with breath of the wild is that it didn't have traditional zelda dungeons the new one will and I, I i cannot wait because like that is the thing that i missed the most about it i actually i don't mind the breakable weapons because you it, it forces you to experiment and you got to try different things that's why i really like them and then you can like yeah. you have your own little house and you hang up your favorite weapons that look cool i, I think did- you'd like it rob I did. I did hate the the puzzle the puzzle dungeons. In yeah. So the, I Breath think either like, they're getting rid of that, or, they or they're at least yeah they're they're going to be traditional dungeons return. You know, I, I did cool. I did thought uh, I did think it was really cool. I saw on YouTube some mm. dude playing the game and like freezing time, throwing a bomb, yeah. shooting an arrow, freezing time, playing time just to like yeah. one shot this massive dude. Like you could do some really crazy elaborate combos. So especially Japanese players, <laughs> every now and again I'll see it on Twitter where they'll just do these insane things where they'll use the runes, they'll stop time, speed time up. There was this one guy that got himself onto a boulder and launched the boulder right to Ganondorf or something ridiculously like that. <laughs> it is the coolest stuff. But that is like yeah. the one re- like really good fact about that game. It has this cool physics engine where you can mm. do stuff like that. And I think Breath uh, yeah. Tears of the Kingdom is going to be more Yeah, that. Uh, and I did love that. I love the fact that I could go to Ganondorf's castle straight away. I love yeah. that. You know, yeah. you kind of just do what you want. 
Yeah, and I hope it, the next, the next one one's going to be like that too. But we finally got to the end of, of questions. If you want us to, to answer your questions, please leave them in the comments below. We can't get to everyone, but we got five here again. First one comes from Marius Lance asks, what would be the best boss track or game track for that matter to do a walkout to? Make it a main event. Rob, oh, game man. track, not anime. You can't, can't say Black Clover again. What game like, track? <laughs> to walk out. Yeah. There's an easy answer oh. to this, in my opinion. Is there? Yeah. What is it? What's the easy Normally, answer? Doom. Anything Doom, anything Mick Gordon. Like, nothing is coming to my head when you say that, though, because it's all just anger. Come on, man. The comments are going to get crazy about on it. Something that I would actually remember. Dude, Doom, know? when it gets into it and you're just shooting demons. Duh, duh. I don't, oh, I, yeah. I don't, I don't remember any of the like combat music of these games. Fair. But I remember there are a but couple still. tracks that they get that are stuck in my head that are like, I'll always remember. Like, you know that Minecraft track when it goes all Serenity and it's yeah. like you're in, yeah. you're in a cave. There's like that one track. I remember that one. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing. That original same. Minecraft soundtrack was so good, bro. Yeah. I, I dude, used to listen to that just in my spare time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, that was really cool. So, sorry. Minecraft, the Minecraft Serenity one, I guess. Yeah, Rob's <laughs> walking out to Minecraft. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> Next Caleb question that we G. have is from Caleb G. If you had to train only one martial art, what would it be and why? Oh, only man. one. Martial. Oh, this is a hard know, question. Man. I have a jujitsu. Only one. Do, do jujitsu. Jujitsu. <laughs> uh, yeah, I own a jujitsu school. Honestly, martial arts is about finding your own way. You know, it's a way of life. Yeah. Not, not a yeah. hobby. So, I fi- you find the one. Like martial arts finds you. You know, the the type that yeah. you resonate with will find you. Yeah. And um, but I'm gonna say jujitsu because I have a school. All right. All right. Yeah. Cool. Next next question that we have is from Kalako Green Addict. Would you be doing any live reactions of the E3-like events this year? I wanted to, to answer this because I don't think we will because those E3 events are taking place like the, the Xbox one, for instance. It's like at 2.30 in the morning or 3 in the morning, something crazy. And Rob, Rob, I, I'm assuming you need to get your sleep because you're training. You're yeah, still in fight. Yeah, I'm not staying up for <laughs> shit. <laughs> you know, but, but happy to do a reactions video the next day though correct we'll talk about it in the podcast but we as i said we'll do the fight companion of, of rob's fight in, in july um the next question that we have is from nick a more manga related content would be awesome have y'all read chainsaw man man oh man have you read chainsaw nick, man nick a gotta tell you brother you're gonna be very upset or maybe oh. maybe not I don't watch. I don't read manga. Yeah, I feel out. like that's fair. So, I'm not surprised, sorry. but I, neither do I. I. I like anime and mm, I don't read manga. I, I've tried so many times, especially when I first started watching Inuyasha, and then they just cut yep. it off. I was like, "Screw it! I'm gonna just continue on with the books." Couldn't do it. Just can't <laughs> read it. I, you know what? It's something about like hearing the sound, sa- like reading the sounds. It just, yeah. I don't know what it is. The little bubbles. I don't know. I do read light yeah. novels. So I've read a lot of mm-hmm. anime light novels, but manga's not for yeah. me, bro. Sorry, Nick A. No, I feel it. Like, I mean, I've wa- have you watched Chainsaw Man at least? I haven't. Is that the dude with the chainsaw on his head? 
Yeah, I mean, Chainsaw Man, it's, it's a bit of a giveaway. It's it, Look, <laughs> it took me seen, a little I, bit to get into it. I've heard people you know, tell me about it. Like, I, I, It's on my to-do list. It's pretty crazy. Like, you, I, I, th- I feel like you need to give it a go just because of how bloody and gory it is. But the, the characters took a little bit for me to warm up to because, mm-hmm. like, I, I won't spoil It's not really a spoiler, but, like, the main characters, his, his motivation is just so anti-anime. It's just, like, the dumbest thing. And you'll watch it, Rob, and be like, I think you'll find it funny, actually. Mm. It's just like, <laughs> I'll, t- I'll tell you. I'll tell you. It's it pretty much, like, the thing that's pushing him and killing all of these demons is because he wants to touch boobs. That's, that's it. Yeah, nice. <laughs> but... The, it's gory and it's fun and it's great. And then he actually does develop somewhat, but yeah. That's you know what, one thing I, I, uh, <laughs> I've been seeing just that was uh, Trigun. I, okay. I don't know if it's a series, but Trigun's relaunched. I watched the original Trigun back in the day, Vash the Stampede. I was a big fan of him. He's like your, your quirky kind of joke star. But Ace oh, Gunshot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember yeah. watching that way back when I was a teenager. That I'm, I'm, what am I picking up? But no, yeah, I watched a lot of it. But yeah, that's that. Sorry. That's Nick. that. That's Chainsaw Man. And the last <laughs> question that we have is from William Blair. If you could be, I don't know if we answered this uh, similar question, but if you could be pulled into a video game and live in that world, which would you pick? Ooh, that's a hard one. Am I? Oh, because okay, we got we need some clarification. Are we are we getting pulled into the game and given abilities, or are we getting pulled in as we are? I would say given abilities. Like you, you could be like any other character in that game for sure. So like if you're in Dragon Ball Z, you could shoot you know energy balls and fly mm. and turn super saiyan. Because that because that think would change fair. your decision a lot. Because one would have to be gear based, and one would have to one could be just about anything else. You know. That's a good point. Yeah. Um, hmm, hmm. What about For you? me, it would be, I've always wanted to be in the Pokemon world. I just, I want to catch Pokemon, catch a Dragonite, fly through the sky majestically. I think that world would be so freaking cool. We go around fighting gyms mm. and that's all our life. We can leave home when we're 10 years old. Oh, that would be so cool. <laughs> oh. That was my childhood, man. So it would be Pokemon <laughs> for me. Moving, oh man, jumping into like a D and D world would be pretty sweet, like one of the Pathfinder games or the yeah. Baldur's Gates games or yeah. Neverwinter Nights games. So one of those, like, yeah, mate, it's it'd be like living D and D. It's the and, and you'd pick your build, I, I assume. <clears throat> You, well, you pick what you going want to off be. the going off the rules you gave me. I, I can. <laughs> you know? um, Fair, yeah. It's so a D That that's you. Probably, prob- probably, probably. Yeah. Uh, I can't top of my head. Can't think of anything else. Really. Yeah. All right. Well, that was uh, all, all questions. Again, if you have any, let us know in the comments below. But Rob, that is episode nine of MM Arcade. We're almost at episode 10. It's exciting, Double man. digits is around the corner. Look at it go. Yeah. Hour 18 yeah. minutes, mate. Oh, I, this might be our longest episode yet. I oh, think. I think so. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> People keep saying that, that we would listen to you talk for two hours. <laughs> oh, mate. I can't talk for two hours. But let me, let me, let me, let me say thank you to all our listeners and subscribers. Uh, yeah. 
we read your comments. All the love literally is what fuels us. So thank you so much for tuning in and keeping the dream alive. And we will see you next week for episode 10, all right? Take care, guys. Peace.